Hey guys, Sean here, host of Game Over Screen. Just going to tell you guys right now that this is part two of this week's show of episode six. This is episode six. Episode six's show. Uh, we went super long on episode six, two and a half hours talking about so much. So we put out part one already, hopefully. Hopefully part one will come out before this. Uh, which is just the normal show talking about the games we played and the news. And then part two, which will be this show, is all about the IGN Expo and the PlayStation 5 reveal event. So it's about an hour. Enjoy, and I will catch you guys next time on the Game Over screen. IGN Expo. Is that over? Are we done? Um, they're still doing IGN stuff tomorrow. I know they're doing the PS, the PC gaming stuff. Okay. I don't know if they have a. I don't know if they have anything else planned as in their own reveals, but. All right. Well, we're almost done with the IGN Expo. Uh, <laughs> the never-ending IGN Expo. Fucking, I'm telling you. Um. Thank you, Tyler, for watching it today, because I did not have time to. On on Thursday, we're going to be covering EA Play. But for now, let's talk about the IGN Expo. So, first game that we have written down here. It's not the first game they showed, but it's the first game I have written down. Second, Extinction, which we saw a little bit of... Well, where did we see it? Was that at the Microsoft event? That was the Microsoft event, yeah. Yeah, so we got an interview and a gameplay. It is a three-player online co-op shooter where your goal is to wipe out the mutated dinosaurs that have taken over the planet. Your actions together with the rest of the community will shape the course of the war against the dinosaurs. So it's a live service game. It's not an open world game, they made sure to say, but it has a large map. Um, it has, it says it's for Xbox Series X, Xbox One, and Steam with no release window yet. I, I'm honestly less excited about this game after hearing more about it than I was when I first saw that trailer. Yeah, I'm just seeing like some real, some real gameplay, like, no, I'm okay. I'm good. And the idea that it's a live service game about just killing dinosaurs, I guess? Yeah, you're just shooting dinosaurs. I mean, some of them have elements, but it's not it's not terribly interesting. No. Uh Also, why three players not four? I Weird. I don't know. Ask Godfall that. Um <laughs> Werewolf the Apocalypse Earth Earthblood is an action role-playing game where you play as an eco-terrorist slash werewolf, apparently, from what I could discover. Uh, eco-terrorist werewolf. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it comes, it's coming out on PS4, Xbox One, and PC via the Epic Games Store later this year. I honestly think this game sounds cool. I probably will be checking it out. The trailer didn't really show a whole lot more, so I'm going to keep my eye on it to see some more from it. But uh, it sounds cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw the uh, little trailer they had yeah. for it. It looked pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was just, the thing is, it was a cinematic trailer, right? So I want to see some gameplay. Yeah. Uh, Metal Hellsinger, which is a rhythm-based FPS. This is a game that I'm definitely going to be playing because I think it looks very cool. It's kind of Doom-esque uh, where your gun, like, there's a little, there are, like, two kind of, I, it, you know, in like you ever uh, played uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer? No, uh, I'm trying to think. You know, it's a rhythm-based game. So, like when the like the green square is coming up on the outline, and you have to 
click it when it's oh, in the square. Oh, I gotcha. So it's like there's, that. There's like you, brackets around the reticle. Yes. And they'll bump in and out, and you have to yeah. move based on – or you get better score based on if you're doing it in time with the rhythm. Yeah, I don't think it's movement this time. It's the shooting. Yeah. If you shoot in, yeah. They definitely said there's more uh, that you'll be graded on that wasn't in okay. the gameplay demo that they showed. Okay. But I'm sure the basic movement won't, won't necessarily count. Like it does in Crypto the Necro Dancer. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so it, it's going, you have to shoot to the rhythm pretty much. And that sounds fucking awesome to me. Uh, coming 2021 on PS4, X, eh, sorry, coming 2021 on PS4, PC, Xbox One, and the next generation consoles. It has, uh, it has the adaptive uh, music that, uh, DMC5 has where the better you do, the more, the music swells and oh, okay, cool. again and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, Alex Kidd in Miracle World DX. It's a remake of Alex Kidd in Miracle World that came out for the Master System a uh, long time ago. It releases in 2021 on Steam. No other consoles listed. It's a it's a platformer, 2D platformer. Uh, you can switch between Retro View and the New View. Like, if you want to play it in shitty quality, I guess. Uh, I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, don't come after me. Uh, I'm not a platformer guy. I won't play this, but yeah, I'm not big into platformers either. If the you only are, time I've ever heard of Alex Kid was in uh the Sega Tennis game. Yeah, because he's a Sega character. Mm-hmm. Uh, they revealed for Chivalry Two that there's going to be crossplay. Uh, it's coming to PC and current gen consoles later this year, and then it'll also be coming to PS5 and Xbox Series X. And I guess all of those ga- all those all those environments will be playing together in crossplay. I remember when the first Chivalry game came out in like 2012. Can't believe we're getting a sequel like eight years later. I mean, it almost the the genre kind of almost came back with Mordow. Yeah, Mordow's pretty yeah. fun. I have Mordow. I actually played recently. Um, it's actually, I think, if you're somebody who likes Chivalry and you want a well-rounded game, similar, play Mordow. Yeah. Because there's a lot more customization that you can do um, within Mordhau as opposed to Chivalry. Uh, there's a lot – it's like the battles, it's like – I feel like, you know, they're a lot bigger on like a more grand scale and the maps are a lot yeah. better in my opinion. And it's just – it's basically like if you take Chivalry but you added more content and more like weapons and stuff to it and made it a more well-rounded game, you have Mordhau. And it's actually, it's not a bad game at all. It's really fun. Oh, I, I think it's pretty fun. I'm interested to see what Chivalry 2 will be like in terms of yeah. player base, because it was a huge, player base was, player base was huge for a long time. So I, remember, I wonder I, if Chivalry I 2, play it. I wonder if Chivalry 2 will be able to recapture that. Um, this game that I'm about to talk about, I'm very excited for after just reading a couple blurbs. Uh, it's called The Waylanders. It's a story that time travels between Celtic and medieval eras. It's being, it's being written by former Telltale writer, Emily Grace Buck, Chris Avalone of Bioware fame. Chris and, Avalone, yeah. Yeah, and uh, with Mike Laidlaw, who is the Dragon Age creative director consulting on the project. Nice. Uh, it, start, it launches on Steam Early Access next week, uh, and it's expected to come out of Early Access in late 2020 or early 2021. So I'm definitely going to be playing that when it launches next week, and I'll definitely be telling you guys about that. Uh. They showed some more Yakuza like a dragon gameplay. Uh, Tyler, can you break down the stuff you wrote down here and what it really means? Okay, so uh, more Yakuza. 
they they went more into the the more systems. We finally get some English looking uh UI so we could see what that says. But uh so far they've shown us three other party members other than our main character Ichiban. They have said that there's six to seven more party members. They did say one of them was optional. So I'm very excited to see who those people are. Uh and it's kind of like Persona in which uh there is Sort of like uh, they're all sort of outcast in their own right. Okay. Uh, huge map, so uh, we're now we're no longer in in a uh, Sotenbori and Kamarocho. We're in Yokohana, but there's also other other maps. But Yokohana, I think, is the largest of the maps. All right. And to, they each have threat levels to uh, sort of gate you from you know just kind of breezing anywhere. Since this is turn based instead of just, you know, uh, beat him up. Uh, literal job system, which is nice. So, uh, you change your class and your attacks and stuff based on going down to the unemployment office and. Oh, wow. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. All right. That's a really neat way to do it. And then, what else did they say? Of course, it's releasing later this year. There's going to be some sort of dating system, just like there was in Judgment. Uh, so, and they say it works the same way. They they literally name drop Persona, and that it oh, works they? a similar way in which you build nice. your stats and stuff. Nice, nice, nice. So definitely, definitely looking forward to Yakuza Like a Dragon. Uh, chat was uh, throwing a fit when this came up. <laughs> Yakuza is not turn based. <laughs> um, it is now. <laughs> I'm actually also excited to play this game. Uh, I should probably try to play the other ones first, but you really think- nowadays. Yeah, yeah, I know. I keep seeing them on sale, but there's a bunch of other games uh, <laughs> that are that are happening. I didn't bring this up earlier, but and I meant to. I started a new playthrough of both Horizon Zero Dawn and Spider-Man because of the announcements yesterday. Uh, <laughs> I need so- to play through Horizon Zero Dawn. I have. Yeah, I actually I was telling you earlier today, Sean. I bought Last of Us Remastered because I've never yeah. played that game before. Yeah, you got to play it. And that. I know, you know, I know the second one's coming out very soon. Yes. Um. So I want to try and play that. I probably won't beat it before the next one comes out, and that's fine. Um. But I want to definitely play uh, Horizon. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Beyond Blue, which released yesterday on June 11th, we're recording this on the 12th. Uh, it's it's like you're it's like a diving game where you explore the world's ocean and like it, look. It, it might be cool for some people, but um, it ain't sure, that ain't it. Do, but there's it seems like there's more story to it. It's not for me. Yeah, that ain't it, Chief. Uh, Man, Wasteland Two, which is the uh, three Wasteland Three, which is the sequel to Wasteland Two, which is notoriously like Wasteland is like what inspired Fallout, I think, and like yeah. Wasteland Two was crowdfunded, and they crowdfunded Wasteland Three, and it's finally going to be releasing. On Windows, Mac, Linux, PS4, and Xbox One on August 28th. I never played the Wasteland games. Neither have I. Uh, Pathfinder Kingmaker Definitive Edition uh, releases August 18th on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. It's pretty much the console version of Pathfinder Kingmaker, which is on uh, the Steam on Steam right now. I own it. I keep meaning to get around to playing it. A friend of Brendan and I's Nick recommended to me it to me. It looks really awesome, but I just have to actually play it. Yeah. Demon Turf, it's a 3D platformer that uses 2D illustrations. It actually looked kind of cool. I'm not into platformers, but I liked the design yeah, of it. Yeah, it looked really cool. I'm definitely into it. Um, 
There's no release date, but it's coming to both Steam and the Epic Games Store. Uh, Dual Universe, which is an incredibly ambitious MMO where the game essentially sets the players loose in the universe to colonize and live in. They showed a, like, PvP trailer at, um, at, uh, at, uh, at, at the IGN Expo or in the IGN Expo. Uh, I'm gonna say two words to this, and it's Star Citizen. Uh, <laughs> Still is still isn't a thing. I don't think Dual Universe will ever be a thing either. The game sounds way too ambitious. They pretty much want player run. They want players to make the game pretty much, uh, and I don't think that'll ever happen. Uh, Observer System Redux. It's a next gen exclusive remake of the 2017 cyberpunk horror game Observer. I've never played Observer. I've never seen anything from Observer. Um, I checked out Observer System Redux. It looks kind of cool, but I'm not into horror games. Maybe I'll check something out on YouTube from it. It's coming to PS5 and Xbox Series X in late 2020. Uh, anything to say on Observer? No, I think I've heard... No, I don't, I don't have anything substantial to say. <laughs> All right. Uh, Borderlands 3, Bounty of Blood, they showed some footage from that, the new DLC coming out. It's a self-contained story with all new characters. Only existing characters in the story are the Vault Hunters. It releases on June 25th for Borderlands. Really got to beat the game. I really got to. Yeah, I got to beat it they too. Did, they did say that uh, during the interview that um, when this launches, there will yeah. be a, they they'll patch in an option to start a character. You'll be able to start a character and jump into any of these DLCs. They'll be DLC ready. That's that cool. It's just so if you just want to hop in and play the DLC, and then you know go back and play the story later. Okay. Yeah, but I'd I'd wanna. I mean, of course you, of course you'd wanna. I'd wanna beat it. Um, Mortal Shell. Uh, I don't actually know what this is, Tyler. So can you give me a rundown? Uh, it's uh, it's Dark Souls. Okay, it's, cool. It's Dark is Souls. it okay? Uh, but uh, basically, you are some sort of soul being who inhabits these different shells. Each cell has their own name, and oh, I remember, I watched the trailer for this. Yeah, and, and there's stuff you can learn about them, but there's four unique shells with all different play styles, uh, maybe like stats yeah. or, or abilities and stuff. Yeah, but I watched the gameplay game they showed. It's definitely it, it's definitely a Dark Souls. Hey, look fine would, though. I'll probably be buying that. <laughs> uh, when you get when you die or, or when your shell loses all of its health, you get kicked out, uh, and your soul has one HP. But there are avengers to being a soul, they said. Uh, and there's even a way that you could do an all no shell run, uh, a run without being in a shell at all. That's what they said. People will do it. People of course, will do they it. will. So, uh, sounds interesting. Betas starting July 3rd. Uh, Nickelodeon Kart Racers 2 Grand Prix, which the game we're all excited for. Uh, there's going to be 30 racers in 28 different tracks. They revealed some racers. Jojo Siwa, who I have no fucking clue who that is. She's like uh, a, like a, like a Zoe 101. She's like an idol kind of, she's, she's not a fictional character. She's like a real person. Okay. Idol kind of girl. I I think she makes music. I don't know. All right. Well, she got her own face on her card. It's kind of weird. All right, that's weird. Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants is going to be in as a racer. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Korra, Invader Zim, Hey Arnold, characters from Rugrats, okay. and Lincoln from The Loud House. You're going to assemble a crew 
a pit crew from over 70 bonus Nickelodeon characters, eight player online races, and four player split screen co op releases on Switch, PS4, and Xbox One this October. Uh, this is, uh, I mean, I don't play these games. No. Uh, but this is uh, better than the last one already okay. off the bat because the okay. last one had, I want to say, 12 characters from Ooh. four series. Oh. And uh, it was not good. Hmm. All right. Um. Next game up on the list, Foreclosed. This game actually looks really cool in my opinion. It's in a comic book stylized world. Humans are implanted with identity chips at birth, which can be bought by corporations. The main character has recently been foreclosed, stripped of his job, brain implants, and access to the city of blockchain. He must now escape the city before his identity implants are auctioned off. Uh, and then the game, it's like a shooter. It's like a cell shaded shooter almost. Uh, well, comic book stylized, not really cell shaded. Sorry. It's comic book styly shooter and, uh, modifiable symbiotic pistol and brain implant abilities for like RPG ish elements. It looks really cool in my opinion. And I'm definitely going to be checking that out. There was no release window given. Uh, remake of XII, uh, or 13. I actually don't know how you're supposed to say the name. Uh, it's a remake of the game XII from 2003. It's a retelling of the XII uh, graphic novel series where an amnesiac man slowly uncovers the truth behind a plot against the president. It's another okay. shooter. It looks kind of cool. I saw some images okay. from it. Releases November 10th on PC, PS4, Switch, and Xbox One. Cool. Stronghold Warlord hits Steam September 29th. It's got co-op. It's a strong lord game. I don't know if you've ever heard... Oh, Stronghold, sorry. I don't know if you've ever heard of the Stronghold I games. like Stronghold, I, yeah. Uh, I feel like I've heard of them before. Stronghold's like a castle sim. Okay. Kind of. Yeah, it's cool. It, it's If you like those kinds of games, you'll like it. Uh, Spellbreak, which is a magic-based battle royale coming to Xbox One and Nintendo Switch with cross-platform play, including on the existing PS4 and PC versions. I almost went to download this right away when I saw a video of it because I was like, it looks really cool. It's like a $40 or $50 buy-in to get into the beta. <laughs> so I'll wait. But, um, it sounds cool. It's like a battle royale, but you use like magic instead of guns. Uh, sounds cool to me. Samurai Jack Battle Through Time, which is a, a brawler that is coming out on Steam this summer. I've never watched Samurai Jack. What? Yeah. Sorry, Tyler. Are you hyped for this game? Uh, okay. Well, I said what, but I have, I have never. <laughs> I've never seen Samurai Jack all the way through. <laughs> I did by the box that I'm planning on doing it. All right, all right. Uh, but, <laughs> you said what? Wait a second. It's a cool out. cartoon. Um, but from the tra- from the first trailer, uh, that actually had gameplay in it. Uh, looks really good. So I'm ready to see what this is uh, going to be in the long run. Definitely, definitely something I might pick up though. Okay. All right. Uh, the Iron Oath is a turn-based tactical RPG where time progresses as you navigate the world, an in-depth, in-depth management of your mercenary company, and it's coming to Steam sometime this year. It's not a kind of interesting. I might check it out when it comes out, but, um, it's a t- turn-based tactical RPG, but with some, you know, with some kind of, uh, like, like, kingdom management, okay. uh, features thrown in. All right, this one's weird. Blanco's Block Party. It's a 3D free-to-play game creation tool that's kind of like Little, little Big Planet. A little bit. Not really. It's supposedly going into beta this summer. Look, I tried to look into this game, and they were talking about, like, blockchain and shit, so I'm no fucking clue. 
uh, it went way over my head. They're trying to do something ambitious with it. So we'll see. Star Renegades is a strategy RPG with a nemesis system. It's going to be procedurally generated uh, mission-based campaign. It kind of looks interesting. Look it up on Steam. It's releasing this year. Uh, you might find it interesting. It's like an okay. action-y strategy RPG. It's weird. It looks cool. Bravery Network Online is a turn-based battle game set in the future of Toronto with no release window. It looks weird as shit. If you're into weird as shit, like, like, like kind of goofy weird as shit, not like yeah. weird, weird as shit. Like, uh, I really do not know how to describe the game. Look it up on Steam if you find, if that, like, sounds interesting to you. Uh, there's some information on Steam. Uh, Tyler, tell us about Guilty Gear Strive because I have no idea what this is. Guilty Gear Strive is the latest entry in the Guilty Gear franchise. The last game being Guilty Gear Exerd Rev 2. Uh, basically, all they showed was a new character. Uh, they've shown off a bunch of characters. I want to say about maybe eight now. So uh, this is a character that's returning from the last game. Her name is Ramlethal. I'm going to post a picture of her just so you can see what she looks like. Ramlethal. She oh, okay. these two big sword okay. trolls. Uh, and she's cool. She's cool. Um, I think the game's going to be real good. Look very stylish. It's one of those... If you've seen Dragon Ball Fighters, it looks like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's by those. It's by those guys. And uh, there's one character they showed uh, at the the very first trailer for this game, and he hasn't shown up since. So I'm kind of hoping they show him soon. But until then, Remethal's cool. Hoping some of my other favorites show up. That's about it. Right, they still, right. There will be more coming uh, in August. Okay. Cool. Okay. Uh. July 31st, Castle Storm 2 releases. Uh, uh, I looked up what Castle Storm was, and I was so unimpressed that I forgot what it was. Yeah, uh, uh, I don't remember really exactly what it looked like. It looked boring. Most of these games kind of did. Uh, but I watched it all. <laughs> Thank you, Tyler. Uh <laughs> It's like a it's like a physics based destru- destruction game almost where like you're firing at the other castle to like make it fall down. Now Look. you can control your the different characters on the, oh. the battlefield. Wow! And they made a point. They're like you can control a character that goes. Huh. And I was like, wow. <laughs> wow! There you go, Tyler's great great reporting. Uh, ranch sim. Uh, Build a ranch. I really yeah, don't know what else to tell you. Homestead. That's, that's there you it. go. Yeah, there's no release window for that. Uh, Everspace Two Planetary Combat closed alpha starting soon. I, I guess it's a space sim. It's a space shooting, shooting? game. Like you, it's a ship game. Okay. You're, okay. When okay. I first saw it, I thought it was Star Wars because they had the same kind of ship design. Okay. But uh, you play as a ship and you do the ship shooting things. Oh, this kind of looks cool. There's some deeper stuff in there that I wasn't really paying attention for. So. I don't know. I might check it out. I like spaceship stuff. They, they yeah. did talk about it for a while. All right. Uh, Warhammer 40k Mechanicus coming to PS4, Xbox One, and Switch on July 17th. What the fuck is Warhammer 40k Mechanicus? I don't know anything about Warhammer, team? so... <laughs> yeah, I'm not a Warhammer guy. The, Neither am I. The closest I get is Vermintide. What kind of game is it, at least? Do you I know? It's a turn-based RPG. All right. Or- yeah, Cedar- no, I played I played Vermintide a little bit, and that was it. 
I only play Vermintide because it it's like Left 4 Dead. That's it's exactly like yeah. Left 4 Dead, but with rats instead of zombies. Um, Skater XL, a Switch version. Did they give a release window or no? No, but okay. it looked bad. It looked, it looked bad. bad. Here's a, the best screenshot I can capture. Oh, oh, oh no. Oh, that's, that's yeah, that... look at it for ten minutes while they talked about it. Oh, all right. Uh, Lucifer within us, a mystery game where you it looks like you kind of spot lies and contradictions. Like yeah, you're solving you're... some you're solving murders and you're sort of figuring out what happened by pointing out the lies and people and solving their demons. Yeah, I don't know. I was super into what I saw from it. I thought it looked really yeah, cool. It I looked fun. it up. Uh. No release window given. Okay. Uh, 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim, available September 2020. Uh, Aegis. Like, Aegis. Mm. Alright, well, there were like 13 characters and their character stories overlapped or this something. Game, this game's been, been known about for a long, long time. Uh, and from that trailer, I don't know what's going on. I don't, I don't know how it plays. But it is by Vanillaware. They okay. make good art. That's about all I can say about it. Uh, PSO2 came out, so what were they talking about? Maybe it's an official release? I think, it, is it in beta right now? No, or, I think it's just out. I don't know. They played it like it wasn't out yet. Huh. Was this supposed to air earlier? No, it was live, wasn't it? I don't know. Who fucking knows? Um, Because it's definitely out. I played it. We played it. Oh, you've played it, haven't you, Tyler? Yeah, I've definitely played it. Yeah, okay, whatever. Uh, uh, Alright, well, Total War Troy is coming out in 2020. It's going to be free on the Epic Game Store on August 13th when it, I guess, comes out. Yeah. Um, another Total War game. If you like Total War, you'll probably yeah. like more Total War. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go. sure did. Yeah. Unto the end, it did show a lot of Total War. Man, they talked about Total War for so long. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Unto the End is a cinematic platformer about a desperate journey home. They ripped that straight from the Steam page. There's no release window. Nice. Uh, they show combat. It's like reaction-based. I guess there's stances or something. You have to look at your opponents. What they're uh, going to do to... It looks fine. Okay. Uh, Blue Fire coming quarter 1, 2021 on the Switch. Um, I actually don't know what this is. This is a platformer... Think, think Hat in Time. Okay. It's Hollow Knight. Okay, I see. Oh, I wow. See. Okay. And it's all in 3D. Was this the coolest thing they showed today? Yeah, other than. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing I was like, oh, okay. All right. Uh, and then Hard Space Shipbreaker, which comes out on June 16th. You salvage ships. I might actually play this, to be honest. Sounds... I definitely walked away when this came up. It sounds. <laughs> It sounds a little dumb, but it sounds like, like, it sounds nifty. I like, I like House Flipper and those kinds of games that I just kind of can shut my mind off and make something look pretty or like make something go away. So I'll probably end up playing this. Hey there, Schmodown fans. This is Josh the Merc Rainer, and I am here to tell you about my show, Talking Schmodown. Whether it's Andrew Guy getting hit with a chair, John Roca screaming, Outlaw! Or the emotional retirement of the Shire Wolf, I talk about it all. So you can catch me right here on Anchor and all the other major podcasting platforms. So, as I ask every episode, are you ready to talk Schmodown? I am.
Hi everyone, this is Sarah, host of Go Get That Rose podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to talking about all things Bachelor Nation. Join Jay Wade, a man in his 40s who is recently new to all things Bachelor Nation, and myself, someone who has been watching passionately for the past three years, as we review, share our thoughts on each episode of whatever show is currently on TV, whether that is Bachelor, Bachelorette, or Bachelor in Paradise. We might not even know everyone's name, but we have fun nonetheless. You can find us on Merkwood and Movie Blog Feed wherever you listen to podcasts. I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Hey guys, it's Sean. I wanted to tell you guys about the new show I'm hosting, The Harry Potter Review Show. Every other week, I'm joined by some combination of Kaylin, Sarah, and one guest that has never read the books. We discuss one movie per episode and break down what we love about them, what we don't love about them, and the differences from the books to the movies. It's a ton of fun, and I hope you guys will tune in to check it out. Until then, mischief managed. Hey guys, Sean here. Be sure to check out the new podcast over here at Merkwood Movie Blog, Beyond the Screen. Mike, Sarah, and I, every week, coming together, doing our own little our own little radio show, whatever you want to call it, talking movie news, life, TV news, anything. Whatever comes up, that's what we're going to talk about. Every week, just come check it out. Where? Where? On the Merkwood Movie Blog feed! Perfect! <laughs> Yay, okay, don't listen. Ready? Hey, Jay Wade here to tell you about SEN Afterlife, our SEN Live After Show, where we talk about, well, whatever Christian Brett and the rest of the crew talk about, the insanity that ensues. So join us each week here on Merc with the Movie Blog feed on your podcasting platforms, as well as YouTube now on the SEN Afterlife channel. Talk to you then. Um. And that was the IGN Expo. Yay! Now let's actually talk about fun stuff. This is going to be a fucking long podcast. Holy shit. Uh, we might even... What was that? What were you saying? I was saying we might even cut the PlayStation 5 stuff off and release it as its own thing. Uh, all right. PlayStation 5 reveals. We're going to go through this list. Uh, we're probably going to talk about this, some of these things quite a bit. To be honest, this is probably going to be a pretty long podcast. Probably two and a half hours. Um, PlayStation 5 reveals console details, right? It's got a 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray player. It's got SSD in it. It's got ray tracing capabilities. All, all great. great things. All great things. Uh, controller details. It has haptic feedback, adaptive Ooh. triggers, USB port, motion USB-C. controls. USB-C port. You're right. You're right. It's oh, USB-C okay. Port. It's, not, it's not micro, which is no. great. USB-C yeah. is good. Yeah, USB-C. Uh, motion controls, built-in microphone, and a headset jack. And uh, there were some additional accessories that they showed off. The 3D headphones, an HD camera, DualSense controller charger, and a media remote. And they showed off the actual design of the console. Kind of looks like a router, but I'll take the router over the mini fridge. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think of the way it actually looked? Uh, it's definitely unique. It's definitely yeah. the most unique thing uh, Sony has done with their console. Yes. But I like it. I think it looks hella dumb, but I... Yeah, yeah. You know, I think the, it's design, in the design's still kind of growing on me a little bit. I, I don't know. It does look different. 
I mean, it's it's not the X, the new Xbox, because that looks horrible, yeah. <laughs> to say the least. I mean, it's a mini fridge. It's not a. It looks like it looks like my my router, really. <laughs> a lot of people have been saying they're like, "Oh, the PS5 looks like trash. The new Xbox looks so good." I'm like, the new Xbox is it. It's a it's an end table. It does. Oh um, my god, that's your router. Yeah, dude. Dude, that's the Xbox Series X. Yeah, there you go. You got it early. Got it. I, I'm Phil Spencer. That's You're me. Phil Spencer? Oh, my <laughs> nice. God. Um, but... call, call the cops. Where were you? <laughs> why, didn't you why didn't you show actual gameplay last month? Mm. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't know. Um, Looks fine. Uh, yeah. Definitely don't know where I'm going to put it. But... Yeah, right. Me neither. Well, cause um, it was funny. I actually just saw a picture, uh, when we were taking break. If somebody was like, uh, it was like a TV stand or something and it had, you know, like those small little cutout, like rectangular pockets and whatnot. They're like, where I keep my Xbox now, new Xbox. And it's this tall, long box. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, where are you going to put that thing? Cause like, uh, I know like what some people do is like, I have my PS4 on my desk. It's just off to the side. I did for a little bit have it under one of my monitors, but I just had this fear that it was just going to crush it. I don't know. It was something stupid, but um, I know it's like, you know, some people will do that. They'll put it next to their TV, like under their TV, wherever. But like, where are you going to put that big tall thing? I have no fucking idea. I have to um, swap some, some figures off a shelf or something. And- yeah, right. You, like, you have to make like a whole separate room for it. Cause it's like, <laughs> you're, it's like the consoles nowadays, I mean, it's, you know, they're, they're boxes. So it's like they can fit well, into things pretty well. You can, you, can put it, you can put it on its side. Yeah. And you can put it on its side. That I don't really think I would trust putting it on its side, to be well, honest. They, they officially, they showed an official image of it on its side. Oh, they did? Yeah. Yeah. There's an actual image of it on its side. So if they're going to put it on its side, I trust to put it on its side. Okay. Um, I mean, I yeah, feel like that's... all the all I feel like all of its contents will spill over inside if you put it out on its side. But all right, there you go. <laughs> being that, yeah, they showed it on its side. I feel like wow, that thing. Oh, I'm at the Xbox, lot. not the PlayStation. Oh, the Xbox. Okay, yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm confusing you guys all yeah. over this. No, no, no. The new Xbox. Yeah, I don't trust laying the new Xbox down on its side. No. This I have seen. It, to me, it, it you know it looks. I nice think that'll fit. I think that'll fit on top of my PlayStation Four. But to me, it just looks like an oyster. <laughs> I'm going to have to get rid of my PlayStation 3, though. I'm going to have to put that somewhere. Yeah, I might, I might get rid of that. But no, I can't get rid of it, I guess. I got to play Mass Effect. But My PlayStation 3 is sitting on my PlayStation 4 right now, but I'm going to have to change that up because now the PlayStation 5 is going to have to sit on the PlayStation 4. You know what I mean? I've got a PlayStation 3 that's got a curved roof, so that yeah. thing will sit on it. Yeah, I had the uh, what? Do you have the big clunky one, or do you have the slim? I've got the slim that's curved. I had the slim, and I don't have my PS3 anymore. And I'm really sad because I traded it in to get my PS4, which then I traded in my PS4 to get a pro. <laughs> yeah, I have. I I could probably move my PS3 on top of my PS4, but right now my PS1 is sitting on top of my PS4, so I have to find a different place for that. Oh wow. Yeah, and the curved top of the PlayStation 3 means I can't put anything on top of that. So yeah, it looks. I don't. It does. It does look cool. I I will say that it's definitely unique in its design. And they're gonna have a digital edition without a disc. Which I think, which I think is really cool. Which then gets me curious about how big 
of a hard internal hard drive it's gonna have. Yeah, because it's got an SSD. How big is that SSD? Because SSDs are fucking expensive. SSDs are very expensive, and they usually how much is this fucking console gonna cost if it's got a big enough SSD in it that they can have a digital edition. Right. Because it's like, I mean, I have an SSD in my computer, and that's only 256 gigs. Yeah. It's not, and that was still alone. Like, It'll start at like maybe one, two terabytes. That's maybe funny. that's maybe. like, I mean, just because you know, pricing wise, it's like pretty, my that's pretty pricey though. Yeah. yeah, if the if the console 600 bucks and it's got a one or two gig uh, SSD one in it, that's terabyte. like half the price of the. Sorry, that's, one, yeah, uh, one yeah, or two that's gig. half that's the like, price. If that's not half the price of the close console, to the yeah. price. Because standard hard drives, like those, I mean, for 40 bucks, I bought a one terabyte standard hard drive. For $65, I bought my SSD. One has one terabyte, one has 256 gigs. It's like, okay, so I can only imagine how crazy it's just going to be for that. Here's sort yeah. of. Yeah. Best Buy has a 150 bucks for uh, a terabyte, uh, uh, one terabyte solid state drive. So. Yeah. Yeah, if it's two terabytes and you, you know, and it's 600 bucks, that's like $300. Yeah. Alone on the uh, USB disk drive. Uh, it's, it, it is interesting because if you look at that, I'm looking at that image that you just posted, Tyler. It's like you can see up until these new gen consoles, they've had some consistency with like the way their consoles and everything look. So like the three, the 360 and the 360 Slim, you know, and even the original Xbox was just a box. So they didn't, you know, they did like sort of the almost like hourglass design with those new ones. And the Xbox One, they went back to sort of the big bulkier box design. Same with the Xbox One X. Now you have the Xbox Series X, which is just a wide box. And then you look at all the Playstations. They've sort of kept that similar design. And then you have the PS5. It's like, now, what? <laughs> God, I didn't. Those aren't. That's not the official scaling, right? Uh, this is someone scaling it based off the size of the USB ports and the disk drive. Oh, oh god, wow. that PlayStation Five. I don't know if it'll. It's going to be top. massive then. That's Good really. Lord. Yeah, that's going to be really wide. I don't know if, if it'll fit taller, on top. Of my if it's four. taller than the Xbox Series X, which that's crazy on its own. Dude, that oh can't be right. I can't. I don't think it is either, but that thing looks massive. Thing massive. I'd like to see some scale on what that thing looks like right now. Uh, I, as would I, because like the PS4 Pro isn't really that big. I like it. It's got that slimmer, sort of sleeker design to it. I like it. But if it's going to be even... If it's going to be bigger than that, that's going to be insane. Yeah. I don't like that. Uh, I'm scared. Uh, no, Alright, let's talk about video now. games. Let's talk about some video games. Uh... We're going to go through all the games that they showed at the cons- at the conference. Starting off, the Grand Theft Auto V Expanded and Enhanced coming in the second half of 2021, oh, according boy. to a Rockstar rep. A new standalone GTA Online will be available for free on PS5 for the first five months, or three months, sorry. Oh, that's cool. First three months, and it will offer exclusive content for next-gen consoles. Um, and they're running a deal on the PS4, where I think it's, if you're a PS4 Plus member and you have GTA 5, then you get a million GTA cash for GTA Online every month. Oh, cool. Until... So you can buy one thing. Yeah. Uh, every month you get a million until uh, the PS5 comes out, I think, is the deal. Or maybe until wow. GTA 5 comes out on the PS5. I don't know. Okay. Um, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Yes. All right, standalone title for the PlayStation 5, according to... God, I can't believe I'm going to say this. According to Jason Schreier at Bloomberg, hate, 
hate saying that. Um, according to Jason Schreier, he works for Bloomberg, Bloomberg now. For Bloomberg now. Yeah. Poor uh, guy. Yeah. Reportedly, he's going to be smaller in scope than the original, but similar to Uncharted, The Lost Legacy in scale. Uh, builds on the PS4 game with technical advancements made possible by the PS5, according to a Sony rep, releasing this holiday. Um, I think it's safe to say the most exciting thing for all of us that we saw at the conference. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, all right, well, we talked about this yesterday, but uh, I definitely would love to play some more Spider-Man. Yeah, 100% I want more Spider-Man. Uh, oh, yeah. And I'm excited to see, because, like, it'll have those instant load times that they've been talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Which, and uh, Ray Trace, hopefully. Yeah, I don't know if you guys saw that video they made, like, a long while back. Where it's like comparing the loading times yeah. from, which was weird because they were showing it's like oh like the fast traveling loading. Yeah, who times fast traveled in Spider-Man? But my thing was that I was like, I actually didn't even know there was a fast travel system in the game. Because play. I was just like, I'm Spider-Man. I'm gonna swing, swing around the city. Come on. Is there a trophy for doing it? There, I think I there is. I think there's there, a trophy for fast if travel. If there is, I'll do it just to get the trophy. But it'll, you know. I think I, I think I tra- fast travel because some of the shots you see in it are funny. They are funny. It is funny to watch him ride the uh, the subway in the Spider Man. You get in your underwear and yeah, the guy's like looking at you while you read the newspaper. Or there isn't there like one of them where there's like another Spider Man on the train with you okay. and you talk oh, to yeah. him or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. The costume Spider Man guy from the Halloween party. Yeah, I am excited for this. I assume it's going to set up Spider Man Two in a way. I'm glad that yeah. we don't have to have Miles training and my like i i'm glad that we're setting up miles as spider-man before spider-man 2 so we don't have to spend time on that in spider-man 2 yeah because um, i know they 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 mention it a lot in the dlc, the DLC yes all right yeah. here's, here's the question here's the question i'm gonna ask it like an asshole spider-man 2 co-op i would hope so but I I'm, not, hope I'm, not gonna, so. I'm not gonna super bet on it uh regardless i think it's a given that You'll be playing as both Miles and uh, Peter in in Spider Man Two. Since yeah. they're apparently building an entirely new way for Miles to play separate from Peter with his powers and stuff, because yeah, Miles has a more interesting power set than Peter does. The invisibility uh, and the electric shots, yeah, shocks. Which at first, when I watched the trailer, at first I saw the invisible. You know, I saw him with like the invisibility on or whatever, and at first I was like, "Oh, is that like a new enemy?" Then I was like, "Wait, I forgot that that's one of yeah. Miles's ability. Yeah, he can go invisible." Uh, I hope they do costumes. I don't, I don't know if they will. I'm, I'm sure I think they, they will. I, they have to, right? Or else I, I think they would riot. Yeah, oh, I know Miles doesn't necessarily change his costume that much. No, but we can at uh, least get the Spider Verse one. That's the one I yeah. really want. And I, I'm, I said this in the other Discord, but I hope we get like some guest artists to come in. And design yeah, that'd be cool. For Miles, maybe get him like a like an advanced suit kind of thing with the white. Yep. Uh, yeah. you guys, you guys want, I'm sure we'll be talking about Spider-Man Miles Morales a lot leading up to its release. Is there yeah. anything you guys want to say about it right now? Uh, now that Miles is a, is a Spider-Man, uh. We need someone else to fill in his role as the uh, the stealth boy. Well, Mary uh, Jane is still around. Yeah, but we need someone yeah. else. We need, a, we need another person. Let's let's bring in Gwen. I was gonna say, what oh, if they bring in? Please, Gwen? can we not bring in? Gwen? She's got to be That'd dead be already, right? God, I don't know, dude. Do we know she's dead yet in the PS4 timeline? She's got to be. I she's, don't know. Probably. 
Oh, but we haven't had Green Goblin yet, have we? Because Her- Norman hasn't done it. But if it's going to be Green Goblin, it has to be William Defoe's Green Goblin. <laughs> we can rule the city Gwen, together, Spider-Man. Get her the powers, and then she gets her own spinoff. Spider-Man. Spider-Gwen. Yeah. I hope they bring in yeah, more yeah. of the Spider-Verse characters. I'd like to see Silk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can we bring in Anya or... Yeah. But yeah, Spider-Man Miles. Spider-Man Miles. villains too. That would be cool. I I agree. Yeah. I wonder who's I wonder who Miles is fighting. Yeah, probably. There's a lot of purple right? tech going around. It's yeah. If he fights, what what was it? Uh, Prowler? That'd be cool. yeah. Prowler. Yeah. Prowler. That's true. Did I? I'm not super familiar with the comics. He never fought Craven, right? That was just mainly like Craven the Hunter. Was he ever in any? I don't. Movie? I don't know if he's ever fought Craven. I'd like. I know. To. I know Morbius is one of. Spider Man's yeah, because he's he's yeah yeah I I think Morbius and Spider Man have got gone to blows before. I mean Spider Man's yeah. fought almost everybody at this point. I'm sure they <laughs> pretty pretty much. I mean, you put them on the spectrum there. They're they're all. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited to see what the world looks like running on the PS5 and to get a little look at what uh, Spider Man Two might look like. And I'm excited for more Miles because I love Miles. Yes. Uh. They showed Gran Turismo 7 uh, with no release window, and I don't care. Yeah, uh, it's fucking cars, dog. Yeah, cars. The car driving looked very good. Um, Ratchet and Clank rift apart. Oh, yeah, Gran Turismo, nothing exciting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ratchet and Clank travel through dimensions, and in one, Ratchet is replaced by a female lookalike. And in this game, uh, in this new game from Insomniac, uh, there was no release window given, but the gameplay looked really fun. Oh, it looked like so much fun. Good. Yeah, I'm really it looks excited. Like an for absolute blast. All the particles and like the oh yeah, the yeah. Stuff. When he throws that grenade and it grows like flowers, I thought that was cool. Yeah, it, it turned the enemies to stone or something too. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. that's cool. Uh, I hope that's a launch title, but it doesn't sound like it. I think they would have said if it was. Yeah. I gotta say, I'm a little disappointed with the lack of launch titles. Uh, there's not a whole lot. Uh. Project Athea. There's not a lot of them that are exclusive. Yeah. No, there's going to be a bunch of launch titles that are on all sorts of platforms, but not a lot of exclusives for launch. Um, Project Athea, a new game by Square Enix. It's developed by the same team that was formed from the post FF15 dev team. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Rogue right. One. Yeah, Rogue One writer Gary Witta announced that he led a crack team of A list writers from the worlds of. Film, TV, games, and fantasy literature who helped create this immense new universe for Square Enix. Coming to PlayStation 5 with no release window. Okay. So, new Square Enix IP, it sounds like, with a big, like, they want it to be a big universe. Yeah. So, we'll see. Uh, there's not really a whole lot to... I mean, there's some gameplay snippets. Yeah. It like, looks like it's running on the right FF... Now. It looks like it's running on the FF15 engine. Yeah. Yeah, it looks fine. Yeah. Uh, or maybe when it gets a real name. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, when it gets its real name, Final Fantasy 16. Uh, there you go. Stray, you play as a cat exploring a futuristic take on Kowloon's walled city in Hong Kong. Kowloon. 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 Kowloon walled city in Hong Kong will include puzzle, puzzle solving and action scenes, according to a press release. Coming to 2021 to PS5 and PS4. That game looks cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd like to see a little bit more from it first. But... I want to see some some gameplay for reals. Yeah. Uh, 
Returnal, a third-person shooter where the planet changes every time you die. A woman lands on an alien planet and fights against creatures and spiders, coming to PS5 with no release window. I think they said this was going to be a new franchise. Really? Okay. Didn't they say that was going to be a new franchise? I didn't hear anything about that, no. I thought, was it was it this or was it Pragmata that they said was going to be a new franchise? It might have been this, though. They said, they said with, I think it was this game, they were like, and we were so excited to give you a look at a new franchise for the PlayStation 5. Yeah, it might have been this, because it's Pragmatos Capcom, so I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Okay. Um, it looks kind of cool, it looks scary, so I probably won't play it. Yeah, it looks, it looks <laughs> a little more arcadey than I thought it'd be when from the start of the trailer. Yeah. Because uh, you, you see gameplay for, like, shooting and, like, dodging a bunch of bullets and stuff. Uh... Roguelike though, I didn't I, or I didn't think about that. I know that's fine. Cool. Um, see more of it. Yeah. Uh, Sackboy, a big adventure, three D platformer following Sackboy from the Little Big Planet series. It's got up to four player co op. Coming to oh, PlayStation nice. Five. Yeah, coming to PlayStation Five with no release window. Uh, it looks it looked cool. I'm not a big platformer guy, but I thought it looked pretty interesting. Yeah, it looked fine. Uh, I never played any of the Little Big Planets. Little Big Planet games. I know that's media media molecule. Media molecule. I did it. I've I've never played any of them. No. Uh, next up was Destruction All Stars. It's Rocket League, but fuck the ball, just destroy each other. Uh, yeah, it's like Rocket League meets meets Fortnite. It's Destruction Derby kind of thing. Yeah, okay. it's coming to coming to PS5 with no release window. So, like, Twisted Metal almost? Yeah, but actually I saw somebody directly compare it to Twisted Metal, but a much more fun atmosphere. Yeah, so Twisted Metal, metal but fun. Yeah. Uh, I probably would never play it, though. Yeah, probably not. Uh, streamers are going to love it. Um, Yeah. The best game that they showed, Kena Bridge of Spirits, yes. story-driven. Yeah, I showed Brendan that trailer. Uh, it's a story-driven action-adventure game with almost Pixar-esque graphics. Mm-hmm. It releases on PS5 in the Epic Game Store with no release window. I thought that game looked fantastic. Yeah, that game looks really good. Kenna with her squad of the little creatures. Yeah, the little like black Furby thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the action looks fun. It looks like it's it's like you know kind of driven it, exploration. Seems like it's going to be a big part of it. I don't know. I, yeah, it's definitely the thing on there besides Spider Man that I think there are dodges and parries and yeah, spikes. it's a dark, it's a Souls esque. Oh god. <laughs> it's a souls like there's a point where I think the little black creatures like swarm one person and then she shoots them and all the shots bounce off onto the flying enemies. Oh, so it looks so I good. yeah, there was a part in the trailer where it was like she finished killing an enemy and then like a bunch of those things like poured out of them. So I was like, Oh, I wonder yeah. what that's about. She she like reinvigorated the forest or something. Yeah. Real nice looking. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. it looks incredible. Uh, I mean, I, 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 I'd assume maybe Unreal Five. It kind, I maybe, it could be, yeah. Um, goodbye, Volcano High. Another game I'm looking forward to. I think it looks cool. It's the uh, centers around a dinosaur named Fang who is about to graduate from Volcano oh, High. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it looks really edgy. It's a cinematic narrative adventure about the beginning of a love story and the end of an era. These kids are about to, these kids, I say kids, they're dinosaurs, are about to graduate high school and the meteor that wiped out the dinosaurs is coming. 
Um, releases on PS5 and Steam on in 2021, and I think it just looks really interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna play it. Uh, probably not. I'm definitely game. not gonna play it. <laughs> but uh, I definitely want to hear the thoughts of people who play it and aren't like super reactionary, like you know, they're like ha ha furries or whatever. Yeah, no, I'm. I want to hear what people who who kind of get into it think about the game. I'm really excited. I like the one. I think one of the developers put out there. He said that it's a game about like taking a shot because you'd never know what day might be your last. And they take that to the literal because these dinosaurs are about to all go extinct. Yeah, God, pterodactyl. Yeah, fucking rip pterodactyl, dude. Um, Oddworld Soulstorm. I guess I actually read from the press release. It's a second installment in a quintology. Wow. Yeah, so they're going to make four, I guess, the last one. I don't know. I've never played any of the Oddworld games. But uh, it's about it's going to be about a revolution, these little weird creatures starting a revolution, and you have to lead it. Uh, it's releasing on PS4 and PS5 with no release window. I thought it looked saying, good. Uh, saying it, it's going to be in a quintology. That's like pointing at the Russmania sign. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think I'll play it, but it looked cool. Yeah, I never played Oddworld. I never really liked the style. Looked but, heavy uh, as shit, this one. Yeah, this one looked kind of, like, sad. Yeah. Um, Ghostwire Tokyo. Tokyo is under siege by paranormal threats. That looks after, cool. Yeah. Looks a- after a devastating occult event leads to the dis- disappearance of 99% of the city's population, only you stand between the loss of this great city and its salvation. It's got some first-person gameplay and some Naruto attacks, and it's coming to PS5 in 2021. I think it looks great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks fun. Uh, I definitely recognize some of those uh, spirits that were in the trailers in the gameplay. Uh, yeah, they're, like, they're, they're like Japanese myth or yeah, yeah. myth things. Yeah. They're, they're, they're known uh, things. Uh, there was uh, it's by Tango Gameworks. Okay. So they made uh, uh, Shinji Mikami's there from Resident Evil. Oh. I think this is his studio. And they made uh, Evil Within 1 and 2. Oh, I heard those games were pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I know Evil Within 1 is more, I want to say more like RE4. And then Evil Within 2 is more more Silent Hill-esque. But they're good games. And so I'm looking forward to this, for sure. Yeah. Jet the Far Shore, a space exploration game where you go on an interstellar expedition to carve out a future for your people. Coming to PS5 and Epic Games Store with no release window. I thought it looked cool, but I need to know more about it. I need to see what the actual gameplay loop is going to be because it looked really freaking weird. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Uh, Godfall, it's an up-to-three-player looter shooter. It's a new game being published by Gearbox. Brought the entire stream down. Uh... (laughs) Releases on PS5 and PC this holiday. I don't know. I'm really not excited for this. I I want to play it. I know you're super into it, Tyler. Uh, so the um, you're about to make um that's Borderlands. Borderlands right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, I don't have time for Destiny, so I can't <laughs> play another one. Uh, I, I'm I'm a sucker for some for some armor. Some cool it armor. looks cool as shit. I'll tell you that. They brought down the entire stream with all that obnoxious fucking music, though. Yeah, the music did not work. Did not fit. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Combat looks fine. I saw some dashes in there. Uh, I definitely just like this shot. 
definitely just really like that shot. Yeah, I mean the armor looks cool. The, the combat, I'd like Ooh, to see it. I want to see more. I want to see what I want to see what more of the loot actually is. Yeah, it looked really framey to me, so I want to see. I'm, I'm hoping it. The one on the left up. there kind of looks like yeah. Anubis. Yeah, yeah. The one on the I mean, right this was to be god related. Oh, makes sense. Okay. Yeah, the one on the right would be Ra. Okay, those are Egyptian gods though, but that's cool though. Yeah, no, I'm sure it'll definitely not fall like fall flat on its face and fail like either Anthem or what was that other game that Gearbox made? Uh, Battleborn. That's it. Oh, Battleborn was rough. Anthem was Bioware. Yeah, but it's a similar idea. Uh, yeah. Multiple player, multiple uh, trying yeah, to do say, Destiny, uh, but not doing Destiny. Um, he didn't say Bioware because he's still uh, hurt by it. <laughs> oh, it definitely hurts. Anthem is painful. Uh, the game's terrible. Uh, wow, I I can say that in here and not get immediately assaulted for it. I played, I got Anthem and I played it for a little bit. I played the beta. It was cool. I was like, yeah, this seems like something that could be fun, but it felt like there was no soul to it. Yeah, and as a Bioware fan, that really fucking hurt. I, I heard the I was really flying was decent, but as a Bioware fan, uh. That honestly, I know a lot of people have fallen off Bioware recently. I was still on it. Andromeda, I still loved. So, uh, this was the first Bioware game that has missed for me in a long time. And it was really sad, personally. Uh, just, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll talk about Anthem at some point because I think that's an interesting discussion to have. Um, Solar Ash, is, it's by the same guys that made, uh, Hyperlight Drifter. Mm hmm. Uh, the player journeys through the Ultra Void, a ravenous rift in space, swallowing worlds. Players will blast through high-speed high speed traversal challenges with wild gravity and beautiful vistas while slaying massive monsters and meeting other lost souls. Coming okay. to Epic Game Store and PS5. I thought it looked cool. Looked real good. The hard yeah. uh, I've never played Hyperlife Drifter. Neither have I. Uh, in, like a, in a real capacity, I've played it. Uh, I was over a friend's house once and... He was like, I can't get this challenge. You have to dash 800 times in a straight line in a row. I just can't do it. And he's like, maybe you could try it. I was like, I, know, I guess. I've never played this game before. And then I sat there, and I, I think I did like maybe 1,020-something in a row before <laughs> I lost concentration. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, Hitman 3. It's more Hitman. It's going to be the last one, apparently. It's the last one in their trilogy. Uh, coming in January 2021 for PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X, Xbox One, and PC. Nice. It's more pit, more Hitman. I've never played any of the new ones, so I don't know. I'll uh, watch the YouTube videos. Yeah. Astro's Play theme, Playroom, which almost looks like a PlayStation-themed 3D platformer. I thought that actually looked pretty cool. People really liked the, the, the last one. Yeah, I like the like a VR, which is in VR and stuff. I like the PlayStation theme to it. I think it's kind of cute. You see uh, people, you see the robots with the controllers. I think at yeah. some point you see the gold like, coins have the logo on it. Yeah, you see the the freaking PS2 home screen world. Yeah, I'm uh, yeah, I think I'd probably play it just because it's PlayStation themed. Uh and I'm a big PlayStation fan. Uh Little Devil Inside, which was another game I thought looked really really good. Uh yeah. an action Action adventure RPG with survival elements set in a atmospheric semi open world coming to PS4, PS5, and PC. I think it looked really good. Yeah, yeah. I, there there is like a four minute like actual gameplay trailer for that. Yeah, I saw that. It was pretty good. 
Yeah, I, I watched that, and it, it it looks interesting. I'm still a little on the fence about it. I don't know if I'll get it or not. I want to see some more, but it does Apparently look Apparently, this has been in development for a long time. I know. Okay. I think, I think it uh, failed its Kickstarter or something like that. Oh. But now it's back. Here it is. Well, there you go. Uh, NBA 2K21, the sweat looks incredible coming this fall, and that's all we're going to talk about NBA. What? You're not, you're not hyped for NBA 2K21? I still <sighs> love... I still just absolutely love that's how, like, you describe it. <laughs> well, yeah, because the sweat does look incredible. Um, Bug Snacks, first-person adventure game you play as a journalist who travels to Snacktooth Island to witness Bug Snacks. Releasing this holiday season on PS4 and PS5. I thought I was on acid while I was watching the trailer. Um, it it's looks hard. interesting. I'd probably play these it, to be honest. Eat, uh, eat these bug animals, and then they become the food. It's made by people who made Octodad. Yeah, I think... The game looks horrifying. <laughs> I think it's required by law for you to be stoned while you play it. And I guess there or are at least on monsters at, at nighttime. Yes, there did look like there were some monsters in the game. Some bits of it did kind of look like Animal Crossing a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, Here you go, Brendan. Demon yeah, Souls yeah, remake. Yeah. And Tyler, you're also probably super into this. Uh, Coming exclusively for the PlayStation 5. Yes, that is... I remember when that happened. One of our friends, he pinged me in our other Discord server. He was just like, Demon Souls. I was like, Demon Souls? Like, like, like the game? Because I, I was at work. And then I heard the announcement about it. I was like, ooh, and I watched the trailer. That'll be exciting, because I've never played Demon's Souls. And it, it, is, is, it, is a, it is a remake. Yes. So, it's kind of the, the base foundation for uh, the Soulsborne series, as everyone calls it. Um, and if you don't know, it's made by uh, Bluepoint, mm-hmm. who, did, uh, who did the uh, Shadow of the Colossus remake as well. Yes. So I'm very excited. And I heard the Shadow of the Colossus remake was actually pretty good, so yeah, that definitely has me hyped. I will definitely be buying that. I'll probably buy it and play it. Don't know if I'll beat it. Uh, I'll try to. I've played Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3, and Sekiro, and the only one I've beaten is Bloodborne. Yep. I've beaten Dark Souls 3. I've played Dark Souls 1. I haven't beaten it. I haven't played 2, and I've played Sekiro. I haven't beaten it. And I've beaten Bloodborne. Uh, right. Next up on the list, Deathloop. You guys play uh, a game I think we're all pretty excited for. Yeah, uh, you, you play as Colt, a man who every morning wakes up on the same beach. In order to free yourself from the loop, you have to kill the eight people responsible for maintaining the loop. While playing as Colt, other players might try to hinder your progress by playing as Juliana, a rival assassin. Watching on PS5 and PC this holiday season. This game actually looks sick. <laughs> yeah, developed by the same guys that made um, that made Dishonored, and it definitely shows. Yeah, they made Dishonored and uh, the newest Prey game. Mm-hmm. Deathloop? Yeah, Deathloop. Okay. Oh, that, you know it, what? Okay. It definitely reeks of Dishonored. Sorry, sorry. you said Dishonored and my mind went to For Honor, and I was like, what? This isn't a, yeah. an Ubisoft title. Yeah, no. no uh, I can definitely tell with the art style that it is very, 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 very similar to Dishonored. I'm excited for it. I like the Dishonored I've been, games. I'm really hoping for this games since they announced it at the Bethesda conference. Oh, yeah. However long that was. Yeah, last year. 
I have a Bethesda E3 shirt from last year that has Deathloop on the back. So I definitely want to play this. I really like his aesthetic, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, Resident Evil Village, which is Resident Evil 8, uh, takes place a few years after the events of RE7. In RE8, Ethan is dragged into another nightmare with the appearance of Chris Redfield, launching on PS5 in 2021. Tyler, I think you said you kind of watched the... or you. I don't know if you said you play them, but you're into the Resident Evil games. So here's the thing. Uh, I'm a bitch. I don't like horror yeah. games. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, so the thing is that I really love Resident Evil 7. I bought it. I will never play it. But I have watched a lot of people play it, and I, therefore I'm very knowledgeable in Resident Evil 7 okay. without ever having to touch it myself. Uh, and so I like the characters in that game. Uh, you play as Ethan Winters. I think I said white during the stream. Uh, but so, uh, at the end of the game, you are, uh, taken away by Chris Redfield. He saves you, uh, and he takes you in, in a helicopter and they show that the flashes that the umbrellas on the helicopter. So I guess he's bad now. And, uh, but then Ethan gets a phone call. We don't know what happens then. But this is after you save your wife. So I, I think in this trailer, he shot his wife. Chris shot Ethan's wife. Chris shot Ethan's wife. I, I read somewhere that Chris uh, Redfield looks completely different in that trailer. Yeah, yeah. And at the so. end of 7, he looks kind of skinny. Uh, and now he's like super buff again, like way buffer than he was in 5. But then again, I guess Chris has never had a consistent art style. I know nothing about the final of well, Final Fantasy. That's not the right series. Um, <laughs> Resident Evil games at all. So <laughs> they're they're basically uh, a bunch of super great, awesome soldiers. Or yeah, there's fight like yeah. bioterrorism. Yeah, yeah, I know like the base premise, but other than that, I don't know like anything else. But I do know about the the dude from like the other the old games with the, the hooded cloak. What are you buying? What are you oh, yeah. The the merchant from RE4. Yeah. But this one is uh this one is going to be in a like a mountainous area. Uh I just call it the village out nowhere. There's snowy places and decrepit buildings. And this yeah. one I think this one they said this one's taking a more supernatural uh, approach which I mean kind of happened in the last game where the uh, main antagonist is uh, some sort of bioweapon created, and she can cause hallucinations and stuff. But this one seems like it has, like, werewolves and, like, a coven of witches and all kinds of other stuff. But Umbrella's definitely involved, because there's, like, a, a screen here that they show the Umbrella logo between these pieces. Yeah. Uh, there's this guy with shaggy hair and a hat, and he looks he looks like Gascoigne. He just does. <laughs> and then he turns into a werewolf. I'm sure that's him. That was yeah. such a disingenuous laugh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm definitely interested in this game uh, yeah. to watch it. <laughs> to watch it. Because <laughs> I, I like Ethan and I want to see what he does uh, going forward. Okay. Because uh, I'm not really, I wasn't one. I wasn't really keen on the the remakes uh, that just came out, Resident Evil Two and Three. So I, I 
just want to see more of the continuing story. But I, I do realize that Resident Evil 2 and 3 take place in sort of the same area, so it's easy to put those games out very quickly after each other. And uh, let's just see where it goes. We haven't we we don't even know what Ethan looks like really because Seven is also in first person. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, uh yeah, because then they made a VR version of it too. <laughs> yes, you can play the entirety of RE Seven in VR. Crazy. Uh, Pragmata. Apparently, it's set in a dystopian new future on Earth's moon. It's got like a weird Death Stranding esque trailer. It's coming 2022 for PC and next-gen consoles. It looks interesting. I mean... Yeah, the little girl and the yeah hologram cat and yeah, the shattering sky. Weird. It looks weird. I, I'll keep an eye on it. I'm sure it'll be a Death Stranding-esque. You know. Uh, by Capcom. Yeah, by Capcom. Uh, and then finally... Another really exciting announcement for me. Horizon Forbidden West. Sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn, which is a game that I really love. Launching on PS5, so uh, I'm very excited to do that, or to do that, to play that. And I am currently I need to replaying. Play the first one. You do. I'm currently playing it for the first, or for the second time. Sorry. I See, know. I'm, I'm better to play the first one as well. It's very good. See what I, what I'm, and I was talking to Sean about this earlier. Is I'm in a bit of a toss up right now, is. Because right now, the complete edition of the game is on sale for 20 bucks. I'm debating whether buying it on PS4 or just waiting until it releases on PC. I don't know. I'm a little conflicted because the game goes on sale all the time on PS4. It does. I saw a copy in my Walmart, the complete edition, for $12. Y'all should pick the game up. I mean, I already own the game. Yeah. I, I oh, played okay. maybe an hour or two of it. But at this point, got, yeah. it's been maybe two years, and I need to start. Yeah. Because I got, you know, like I said, I bought Last of Us Remastered uh, today, so maybe I'll buy Horizon. I don't know. I've heard nothing but good reviews about it, though, so. Yeah. That released in 2017, I believe. Yeah, I remember one of my old coworkers, they were, like, really, really big into that game. All right, well... Those are all the games that were announced. Super exciting. We'll be talking about them more as, you know, time goes by. But we got to wrap the show up. So upcoming releases, guys, next week. Uh, Desperados 3 coming June June 16th on Windows, PS4, and Xbox One. Disintegration coming on June 16th on Windows, PS4, and Xbox One. Burnout Paradise Remastered releasing on June 19th on the Switch. And The Last of Us Part 2. Releasing next Friday, June 19th on PS4. I will be playing it and I will hopefully be able to play for a couple hours before I do the show next Friday so I can talk to you guys a little bit about it. Nice. Embargo has been lifted. Yeah. I've seen mostly positive stuff. It's reviewed really well. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm going to be playing it next Friday. So, uh, Brendan, plug your shit. Let's go. I ain't really got much to plug, but I mean, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's Zodiac underscore 70, all lowercase. I've been trying to be more active on there. I don't really use it, but there you go. There's my plug. Tyler, where can people find you on the internet? Well, you can find me on my personal Twitter at Tyler Tyler Rims. That's T-Y-L-E-R, T-Y-L-E-R-I-M-S. I retweet a bunch of games and anime and other bullshit. Uh... <laughs> You can also find me on a podcast called Ride or Die with our mutual friend Mike. 
where we watch recap episodes of Common Rider, starting Common Rider Double. That's fun. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at RiderDiePodcast. You can also find us on Anchor at anchor.fm forward slash Rider hyphen die. You'll find us on all your other favorite podcasting platforms. Also, me and Sean, we do a podcast called Trouble with Tipton. We watch Zach and Cody. Sometimes there's no sound. Sometimes sometimes I fuck up and there's just no sound. <laughs> else I edited that they had sound. I don't know what happened with that. Episode's cursed. Uh, but it's because it's because the episode the uh the episode we watched was so bad. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at uh trouble at Tipton, and uh, you can find us on Anchor and Anchor FM forward slash trouble at the Tipton, and uh, you also find us our uh, our podcasting platforms there as well. And that's it. That's so, all I got. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore AFK. I do a bunch of shit. I retweeted on there. Just follow me there. Uh, you guys can find this show and others on the Merkwood Movie Blog podcast feed, which can be found on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Radio Public Breaker, and Overcast. We host on Anchor. Uh, you guys can also follow Merkwood Movie Blog on Twitter with at Movie Blog Merk. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will catch you guys next time on the Game Over screen. See ya. Bye. Game Over.